0: Hello and welcome to episode nine of your new puppies podcast. I'm Debbie and today we're going to talk about indoor potty pads or wee-wee pads. They're the pads that you use, they sell them in the pet store, they're square, they're super absorbent and if your dog goes on them it's really super easy to clean it up. Now I'm going to call them indoor pads for the sake of this episode. Now I discourage the use of these pads in the process of potty training for many reasons that we're going to talk about today now there are valid reasons for using these indoor pads for example if you have an aging pet or an ill pet that just who just can't get outside as much as he used to and it's not going to change these pads can be a lifesaver for pet owners in that position and maybe you plan on using pads permanently. It's just going to be part of your lifestyle with your dog. Maybe you live in a top floor apartment or you have a small dog and you plan on using these pads permanently. That could also be another reason, but I'm also going to give you some things to think about if you're planning on going that route as well. Now, it's no wonder why so many of us use these pads while we're potty training our house training our puppies. Because first, they're marketed to us that way. Like I said, these pads have a place, but not when you're house training your dog. But when you walk into the pet store, there's half the aisle is filled with these pads, and there's all puppies on them. And they give you instructions on how to use these pads to house train your puppy. But when it comes down to it, they're just trying to sell more pads. That gives them a broader market. And they do seem really convenient. A puppy has to go out every couple hours. That can be a lot to ask. Having this pad over in the corner that he can go on in the meantime seems like a great idea in our busy lives. But in the long run, it's just going to add more work. At the very least, it adds an extra step to our house training. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that in a minute. First, let's talk about exactly what we're teaching our dog when we're house training him. I know it seems simple, but bear with me. We are teaching our dog to go outside because we we tend to forget that our dogs don't inherently know to go to the bathroom outside. It seems logical to us, but not to our dogs. You know, we have to teach them that this is the place where you go. Okay, so that's what we're teaching. And we're saying, here, this is where you go. You don't go here. We're also teaching our dog that he has to hold it until we get outside. Okay, so puppies physically can't hold it for a long period of time. So that is why we're taking them out every few hours. But that little bit between where he might have to go and then he has the ability to hold it for a little bit, we want to teach him that that's what we do. And then we wait until we get outside. Now, these indoor pads contradict both of those concepts. Because even though eventually we want him to go exclusively outside, to start with, we're teaching him sometimes it's okay to go inside. And that can be very, very confusing to a dog. That's why a lot of the times you will never have a fully house trained dog if you use pads. I'm going to tell you the majority of my clients who have trouble with their adult dogs still going to the bathroom in the house... When I asked them if they use these indoor pads when they were house training, most of the time their answer was yes. Because remember, not only as puppies, obviously this is when we need to teach them where to go, it's also when their minds are the most impressionable and things are going to stick with them the most. To have super successful house training, you never want them to have any thought of, okay, it's okay to go inside the house. I know this can seem daunting, especially if you're using these pads to ease up a little bit of the pressure of the time that it takes to house train, but I'm telling you, if you put in the time now, if you just grin and bear it, maybe hire a dog walker, talk to a neighbor to help you out, it is going to be less work for you later, I promise, because what's going to happen is, this is where I was talking about, it's going to add an extra step. Once you want to get him to go outside completely, now you have to get him to stop using the pad. So that's the extra step there. It's like, okay, now he's house trained. He knows he's supposed to go outside, but he's still going to be using this pad. Now we have to wean him off the pad. So that's where the extra work is created. I also want you to keep in mind that when we're training him and we're training him to use these pads, a lot of the labels and the and the companies will have you believe that, Oh, you just have to put it down and they're attracted to it. Kind of, sort of, not really. They're absorbent and a dog is going to go somewhere that's going to absorb what's happening over not. So you'll you'll notice that a dog is more likely going to go on a rug or on one of his dog beds than on a hardwood floor or a tile floor. That's why most dogs rather go in the grass than on the sidewalk because it absorbs it. It's just more comfortable for them. Plus, they claim it has this scent that they're attracted to, which may or may not be true, but there is some training involved to get him to go on this pad. More likely, you are teaching him this is where you go because you're going to be keeping that pad in the same place. Maybe you're putting it in a place where he's had a couple accidents, so you kind of put it there to because he already seems to be going there, or maybe you're picking up and you're moving him to this this pad. My point is you're not necessarily teaching him to go on the pad, you're just teaching him where to go. So if you remove that pad, most likely he's still going to go in that spot. And that brings me to a couple of reasons why even if you plan on using these pads forever, like this is just going to be your lifestyle, your dog's going to go on the pads in the house, and that is definitely an option. A couple things that I want you to think about is if you ever plan on boarding your dog or even bringing your dog to a friend's house or having a friend watch a dog, it's really gonna limit your options because the pad doesn't usually translate. So, what I mean by that is for example, I board dogs in my home. And when I first started, I took in a couple dogs that used wee wee pads. They were small dogs. I really didn't mind, but I very quickly learned that it doesn't always translate if they can't get to the pad, if they can't find the pad, or sometimes they just don't necessarily know to go on the pad. Now, in this house, they don't know where to go. In their home, they know, oh, I go over in the corner in the kitchen. Here, they don't know, so they just go in whatever corner they find. I've had a dog actually come back inside the house to go to the bathroom and then went back out because all they know is they're allowed to go to the bathroom inside a house. I had to stop taking dogs who use these indoor pads. Now, if you go to like a traditional facility or even these luxury facilities, they might not mind as much because they got their super cleaners and they, you know, their floors are all tiled. So it might not be as big of a deal. But if you want a friend to watch them or a pet sitter, then it gets a little iffy. Your, your options might be a little limited. And even just taking them to a friend's house, you might, you might have to worry about them going and finding a quarter to go to the bathroom in. The other thing I want you to be super careful with, it can make us a little lazy. You know, if we know that our dogs can just go to the bathroom, we have it set up where, you know, they go to the bathroom on the pads, we might not walk them as much. And we all know that our dogs need to be walked more than just to go to the bathroom. They need the exercise, they need the bonding, and heck, they just love it. It's the same reason why I caution people with fenced-in backyards. Yes, it's nice, it's great, but you got to be careful because it can make you lazy and you might not be walking your dog as much as you should be. So before we finish up, I have a quick example for you just to give you an idea of some of the things I was talking about. I had a client who used the indoor pads while house-training their dog and they never could really get him off of them. But in the long run, they decided, you know what, it's okay, we can leave it there because once in a while we work a little late that way, you know, if that's the case, you know, he has this option to go on the pad. And that worked for them until they decided to give their dog a little bit more freedom. And he started going upstairs where there's all rugs. Now downstairs, it's all tile and all all hardwood floors. They never had an issue with him going anywhere but on the pad. Stairs, there were some rugs. And he started going to the bathroom upstairs. They tried to put a pad up there. But it didn't work. He just keeps going on this rug upstairs. And that's what had happened, is that downstairs, he knew to go in this corner to go to the pad. Maybe that's just the only comfortable place for him to go downstairs. But all he does is know that he's allowed to go in the house. You know, I mentioned it before. Our dogs don't come pre programmed knowing that they have to go outside. And we forget that a lot. It's what we teach them. But us teaching them to go outside is so automatic that we forget that they didn't know that beforehand. It's not natural to them. You know, finding a faraway corner, finding a place that is in their sleeping area, that's natural to them. But that could be everywhere but the immediate vicinity of his bed, right? So what happened is he knew he was supposed to go, he's allowed to go in the house, but nobody told him where to go upstairs, so he just went. And it wasn't the pad, it was this rug that's just comfortable to go on. So when it comes down to it, my advice to you is, if you want your dog to eventually go outside exclusively, just buckle down, put in the time, put in the effort, don't use the indoor pads, and just teach him to go outside, okay, because you need to create that habit of going outside and he doesn't even have a thought in his head that he's allowed to go inside, If this is something you plan to train him to do long term for the rest of his life, then maybe as long as, you know, you don't, as long as you understand that there are some drawbacks, there are some limits to that as well. Again, if, if it's an aging thing, if it's a medical thing, of course, use the pads. They are going to be your best friend. Okay. So if you're thinking, well, okay, so I'm not supposed to use these indoor pads, but how do I potty train my dog? How do I house train my dog in the most efficient way? I got you covered. That is gonna be what the episode is about next week. And I'm even working on a really great potty training cheat sheet and schedule for you. I'm very excited. So I will talk to you then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to your new Puppies Podcast. Learn more about us at playtimepaws.com.